federal government to announce the approval of a contentious container port expansion project at Roberts Bank, of course, uh, located in Delta. Uh, The Roberts Bank uh, Terminal 2 project uh, can proceed, but it is subject to 370 legally binding conditions uh, to protect the environment. Uh, The the expansion itself uh, is expected to increase the port's capacity uh, by 50%. And, of course, uh, the terminal project is estimated to increase that that 50% increase would be out in Delta, British Columbia, to Austin specifically. There has been a lot of opposition to the project from a variety of organizations. This has been a project that has been proposed and planned for a very long time. And one of the key individuals behind all of it is, of course, Robin Sylvester, who is the president and chief executive officer of the Vancouver Fraser Port Authority, and he joins us now. Mr. Sylvester, thank you for joining us today. Hi, yes. Thank you for the invitation. It's good to so be on the show. How, how significant is this announcement today for the region itself in regards to economic impact, but also just how significant is the announcement itself? Well, this is a really significant milestone. As you, as you said in your introduction, this is a, it's a project that's been going through environmental assessment process for a long time, in fact, nearly 10 years. It's been going through the federal environmental assessment process, the most robust environmental assessment process in Canada. And it's a really key milestone for the project to get the positive decision from the federal government today, allowing the project to move forward. And it's significant for the region. I mean, it's going to mean moving forward towards construction, creating 18,000 construction jobs. And more than that, once the project's operational, 17,000 good paying supply chain related jobs in the region that are going to last into the long term. So it's very significant for the Lower Mainland, for BC, and for Canada. We're a trading nation. We need this capacity. Um, How confident are you that you can uh, address the 370 uh, legally binding conditions uh, to this project? Well, through the 10 years of the environmental assessment process, we've been working really closely with the Impact Assessment Agency of Canada. Um, So we're very familiar with all the conditions, and we're very confident that we can comply with them. They're they're going to ensure that the project is built in a way that doesn't cause environmental harm, and that's been our goal all along as well. We're an arms-length federal agency. We're here to support Canada's trade and do it without negatively impacting the environment. So we're we're very comfortable with the conditions that have been set out. It's an appropriate process and a good 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 place to be. Many of uh, those that opposed have said, look... the expansion should go somewhere else, that we, we, we should perhaps consider Prince Rupert. Uh, there's lots of room up there, uh, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a robust uh, um, port there growing significantly. Uh, you've got access to rail lines as well, as well as highways as well. Why not move this expansion to the north? What do you, what, what do you say to that argument? I think the reality is that we need capacity in both ports. And it's, it's a long, complicated, robust process to move through these environmental assessment stages to be able to create capacity. There's no other project that's anywhere near being ready to provide the capacity that Canada needs other than Terminal 2, which is why we're so pleased to have this decision to allow us to move the project forward today. And we're, as I was saying, we're a trading nation. I mean, this is all about accommodating growth in Canada's trade, both imports and exports. We will need capacity in Prince Rupert, I have no doubt, in the long term as well. And it will take them significant time to create that capacity. This is just a great announcement today because it can give Canada and our trading partners confidence that we're going to create the capacity for trade on the west coast of Canada 
into the future. How do you bring along those that have been opposed, whether they be, uh, you know, certain uh, members of First Nations communities, uh, environmental groups, uh, scientists, uh, even members of unions? There has been a robust opposition to this project. How do you bring them along, uh, or does that matter now because you have received your approval? Well, I think we've got the approval in no small part because we've got really good support from so many different stakeholders. I mean, you, you highlight First Nations, and I mean, we've been consulting with nearly 50 First Nations guided by the federal government on who we need to consult with and guided by the federal government to seek accommodation agreements with 27 of those nations. We have accommodation agreements in place with 26 of them, and we're still talking to the 27th nation. So we actually have really good support. We have 26 nations who are supporting or have given consent to the project We've had very robust consultation, and we're in a good place. Similarly, on the environmental side, as you were saying, we've got 370 conditions that we will be complying with. They've been put in place through Canada's most robust sort of process from an environmental assessment point of view, and they're there to ensure that the environment's protected. So I I would say, really, this project's in a very good place to move forward with strong support from a wide spectrum of stakeholders. Um, and conditions in place that will make sure the environment is protected. Mm-hmm. So the approval means it's a, there will be a three-berth marine container terminal uh, being constructed in deep subtidal waters. Give me a sense of the construction timeline because the approval is one thing. Uh, it's still an engineering feat that as well that, that has to occur. Walk me through the timeline moving forward in regards to what we can see. Absolutely. No, this is going to be a really big project, as you indicate. So really, we've still got a couple of years of work to do to get all the final permits in place. This decision that's been announced today is the the big milestone in that process. But we now need to complete the process with the Department of Fisheries. We need to complete the provincial process that's also nearing the final stages. And we need to put all the construction and financing arrangements in place. And then we need to move into the construction phase for what is a very big project, um, which of itself will take probably five or so years. So it's still some time before we're going to see boxes moved on the new terminal. Um, but the, the thing about today is we can now start to focus on all those things and start to move towards that goal of actually having that extra capacity, that ability to have a more supply chain capacity and a more reliable supply chain for all Canadians. Do we remain competitive with other West Coast ports uh, in the United States? I think of Long Beach and many others. Are we remaining competitive or do we have got some headwinds coming our way as well? Because it is always a very competitive industry. It is a competitive industry, and I mean, we're certainly very conscious that shippers of goods have choices that they can make. But also what I'm very reassured by, and I'm feeling much more positive today because of this decision, is that we know that the capacity in Canada is competitive. Part of our concern has been that without this capacity, Canada would become reliant on those ports to the south of us. And that's not a good place for us to be as Canadians. We want to have trading capacity in Canada for Canada's trade with countries all around the world and across the Pacific. So I think this actually this, this decision today underwrites our competitiveness. It gives us the ability to create more capacity for our growing trade and to have that capacity in Canada where we know we can be competitive. We've had strong growth in the West Coast ports, both here and in Prince Rupert. And we continue to compete. All of our partners, whether it's the terminal operators or the railways, continue to compete very successfully to deliver goods to Canadians and even to some extent into the U.S. So this actually is a good news story about competitiveness for Canada. Uh, Mr. Silvestro, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Jess. Appreciate the opportunity.